got some really important things that I want to talk to you guys about in this video. We're going to drop a few truth bombs here. We're going to talk about this article that ran a few days ago on a website called Petapixel. And the headline on here reads, Photog colon, Canon dropped me because I don't have 50,000 Instagram followers. So, all right, it's a title. I get it. They want you to click on it. It's a little baity. Wow, what does that mean? Canon dropped them because they didn't have 50,000 Instagram followers. So let's get into the article a little bit. And this is a article is written around a video that was posted. And it says here, how much does having an Instagram following matter in the commercial photography industry? It may be sometimes way more important than you may think. Photographer Yvette Roman says she lost a job shooting an ad campaign for Canon because she didn't have 50,000 followers on Instagram. Roman recently sat down for an interview with the online entrepreneurial education platform, The Futter Future to talk about making it as a professional photographer in today's world. At 17.5 minutes in, she shares a story of losing out on the biggest job of her career. And the quote is, let's talk about followers and following mattering. I'll tell you that I booked a huge job. It would have been the biggest job of my career commercially. I'll just say it with Canon to shoot an ad campaign for them. I got the job. It was amazing. And then literally 20 minutes later, after I had already started making calls to start booking a crew because it was coming real fast, they called me and said, oh my God, we can't hire you. And I said, why? And they said, because you don't have 50,000 followers on Instagram. Okay, that sounds horrible. That sounds awful. It sounds evil. But let me tell you, as somebody who has actually worked for Canon before, it does not sound accurate. And this article goes on to say, Roman, who currently around has around 1,000 Instagram followers, was understandably confused, uh, as she had originally been told that her work and style would be perfect for this job. But she was informed that this was an HR decision rather than a creative decision. So... Again, we're getting kind of fragments of a story here. And under this guise, I guess everyone who works for Canon has to have 50,000 followers on Instagram. So this would include the art director. This would include all the people in the office. This would include the security guard in the front of the building. He has to have a minimum of 50,000 followers on Instagram. I don't think so. It goes on. At first, I thought, okay, I'm giving up. That's it. I'm done. Roman says, I never want to see a camera again. That's it. But Roman is now seeing this experience as a wake-up call to adapt. I realize that with this next iteration of my career, I have to be able to work that out. Okay, there is a lot to unpack here. Let's back up just a second and talk about the gig with Canon and what that was. Because typically, the way Canon works, when they're coming out with camera releases and they're having shots done and they do sessions around this. This kind of work typically goes to the Ambassador Program, which is the Canon Explorer of Light. And if you go look through that roster, there's some very incredible photographers, and many of them do not have as many as 50,000 followers on Instagram. A lot of them have a lot less, so I'm not understanding where that's coming from. And if they are going to hire a commercial photographer, and let me just say this, and I'm not trying to bag on her because Yvette Roman is a very capable photographer. If you go look at her work, she's actually quite good. She does professional work. However, outing your client that didn't hire you in a public forum like this and having this hit social media is kind of a bad move. It kind of ensures that you will never work for Canon. In fact, you probably won't work for any other camera company or client that sees this and might care about it. It's very weird and very alarming, and I kind of question how professional this is to even post. If you actually go watch the video, there's a lot more than what's actually posted here. And unfortunately, it gets even weirder because she later in the interview is asked what 
the dollar figure was that she lost on the job, to which she replies, I don't know. And the guy says, well, just give me a ballpark number. And then she hypothetically says, oh, for a company like Canon, four-day shoot, at least 50 grand, threw that out there. So if you had the job and hadn't determined the budget, I got news for you. Either one, you didn't have the job, or two, you made a horrible mistake. Now, I don't do freelance photography work today. I did years and years ago in my past. And one thing I can tell you is that Leaving something dangling like lack of a budget when you signed a contract is a very, very crazy move, and you will regret that later. I guarantee it. This story is not that unique. You do hear people grumble about this kind of thing from time to time, but this is a headline on a major photography publication, and there's an obvious outing of Canon that's involved as the theme to all of this, which I'm not sure is accurate. And then what really bothers me is then you scroll down, and in the comments, and I get it, it's probably a bunch of keyboard warriors, but it's a mix of things like blaming social media for the the ruining of the photography industry and the ability to be a professional photographer. So that's at fault. And then you have Canon who's perpetuating it and they're evil. And I don't think either one of those things are true. And this is what I want to talk about. And I want to get very real with you guys on. So full disclosure here, I am not a professional photographer in the sense that I take client projects and work on freelance jobs. That is not me. I used to do that. I did that years and years ago. And I discovered very quickly that that just wasn't for me. Now I have the utmost respect for anybody who does that. There is a genuine art to doing client work, keeping people happy, producing excellent work, meeting the demands of the job, being on time, being professional. And I think that's wonderful. But for me, I was in a position where I enjoy talking about photography. I enjoy having conversations about that in an online capacity. I like to inspire people. I like to be more of an educator than actually somebody who is in the trenches working for clients all the time. And this was just more my speed. So I made a conscious decision years ago to do what this path is wound up to where I am today. Does that make sense? And the one thing that I can tell you, because I live in this world, I am on YouTube, I am on Instagram, I do social media, the whole thing, is it is an enormous time commitment and an investment to do. And having seen it from both sides, I question as of how important is that really to somebody who's a professional working photographer? I have several friends who work as freelance commercial photographers. None of them have 50,000 followers on Instagram, yet they're still very successful at what they do. They make it work. They make good money doing it and they do a really nice job with it. I have one friend in particular that I want to mention, and I think this is interesting. He doesn't even have an Instagram account consciously. It was deliberate. And his reasoning when I asked him about that is he said what he didn't want to have was a client go look him up on Instagram and see that he had like a dodgy following and he never really posted because he doesn't have the time and resources to commit to Instagram because he's actually working all the time. So I think this is a really important distinction to make. And there's another part of this interview that kind of got to me a little bit. At one point, they're reacting to her losing the job because of an inadequate Instagram following. And she makes a comment saying, well, it was very frustrating because I spent all this money and time at art school in Pasadena at Art Center getting a degree. And here I am being beat out by somebody who just has an Instagram following. I really want to break that down. College. Now, this is probably a dedicated topic for its own video, so I don't want to get too deep into this, but it is controversial because college is something that in recent years, due to the inflation of tuition, is a very expensive commitment. I have a degree. It wasn't easy. It wasn't cheap. I did it. But at the same time, when you go major in something like my major was in music or you could go major in photography, and she went to Art Center, which is not a slap school. Art Center is an excellent school. It's not a university in the sense that you're 
you're going to have like, you know, your freshman math courses in English and all the requirements that you have to take, PE, so on and so forth. It is a specialized focused conservatory type setup where you're going to go there and you're going to study art. Now, the pros of going to school and what you're going to get out of that, and I still firmly believe this, if you can handle the expense and you can handle the time commitment, you're going to be around a group of like-minded people who are all there for the same cause. You're going to, let's say you're majoring in photography, you're probably going to do some darkroom work together. You're going to go shoot together and you're going to develop bonds with people who are at a point in their life where they've carved everything out to intensely pursue a given topic. And there is nothing that can really replace that. It is a very unique situation and certain people can grow for that. Now, on the other hand, even though colleges say they are preparing you for a career, they don't actually guarantee you one. And you have a major that is music or art or photography or whatever this is. It's particularly frustrating, I think, for some people because they bought into this theory somewhere that it would ensure them a career. Let me tell you something. Since getting my degree, I can count the number of times on one hand using one finger that I have been asked to see the degree. And it's when I applied for a college position to teach a few years ago and did that for a while. That was the only time. And I'm not even sure they really cared if I had the degree. It was just a requirement. Yeah, you have to prove this, this. We need your transcripts. Boom, done. I actually owed a parking ticket I had to take care of. But anyway, it's the only time in my life I've ever been asked to see the paperwork that I had a degree or prove it. No one else cares. And the reality of it is, is that you don't need the degree unless you're pursuing a field that requires it. And this would be something like medicine, law. There are professions where having a degree is actually, you know, kind of a prerequisite to that. But for art, it's not. And for photography, it's not. And the reality is, is that you're getting out and there are a bunch of people who have an enormous amount of talent that are out there that all of a sudden you're competing with. And what I think it's a mistake to do is to sit there and use school as the excuse as to, well, I deserve this because I invested in this. What you got from that is amazing. And there's nothing else that is like that. And you should be very proud of it. You should be able to draw from that, but don't use it as a crutch to when things aren't happening professionally or something doesn't go your way. I think that's a huge mistake that a lot of people can't get their heads around because it's expensive and it takes a lot of time and effort to do. But I get it. That's human nature. It's just what people do. And like I said, this is not an attack on this woman personally. I think her work is actually pretty good. It's just that this article bothered me. And I know I unpacked like three or four different issues here. But the bottom line is that, yes, we are living in a new world. And I get really tired of people who can't get their head around the fact that social media has an importance and they, it's this mystery and it's like, well, maybe I should be doing this. And it's like, well, maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't. Everything is going to come with a price tag. And that price tag is not necessarily a financial thing. It's going to be effort and time and what you're willing to sacrifice to do things. It means staying up late. It means getting up really early. If you have another job and you're trying to transition, I've done some of those things. They came with hefty price tags. It just depends on how bad you want something. And that's, I guess what I'm saying about this is like, we come in this world where there's no guarantees. You get out of college, you put a bunch of time and effort, you got decent grades, you have a good portfolio. Well, guess what? It's time to start over and work on your career now. And what does that mean? Is it social media? Is it this? Is it that? And just blaming people for various shortcomings that you might have, I think is a very dangerous way to go. I hope I haven't been too harsh on this. It's just something that got me riled up. And I really would like to know what you guys think about that. I'm sure there's no shortage of opinions. So be sure to drop me a comment on this. But uh, anyway, I just, it's just one of those things I had to rant and get off my chest today. Lots more stuff coming up. Until the next video, I'll see you guys then. Later.